Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Flushing Girl from Flushing. The nanny named Fran. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Meet Miss Fine. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oh, Mr. Sheffield. That's right. It's a podcast about the nanny. Who knew you needed one? You didn't, but now here we are. (laughs) Episode 16 of season two is what we're talking about today. Canasta Masta. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am Sean DiPasquale here with my intrepid co-host. Toria Sheffield. That's right. And we are going to break down all of the best parts of this episode in which Brighton finds his niche on Fran's mother's Canasta team. Canasta? Canasta Cana- team. Canasta. You know what's t- – so Canasta, by the way, it's a it's a rummy-like game of cards. I at first thought that Canasta was some kind of dance and I was so excited yeah. that we were maybe going to see Brighton a dance. dance so I was a little let down when I realized it was a car Hey, game. listen, you say Canasta, I say Canasta, you know? Mm-hmm. Some people say creepy pasta. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I also didn't know what this was. This uh, again, this feels like a a a a reference out of time. Um, I I almost wish they had gone with mahjong because I feel like that has stood the test of time um, in like old lady card playing circles better than this game. But uh, you know, well, here but we you, are. Know, you watch you watch the episode and you figure it out. You're not lost for very long. Um, but also, so the episode starts with uh, Brighton and Fran are watching a Gilligan's Island marathon. And Mr. Sheffield comes in lamenting that, you know, Brighton just sits around watching TV and that he's not on any team sports. Mm-hmm. And this is actually a very Gilligan's Island reference heavy episode. And my yeah. question to you is, did you watch Gilligan's Island? Because I absolutely oh, so did. Funny. I also had questions. I want to talk about Gilligan's Island for a little bit. I, I um, love Gilligan's Island. I loved it too. I watched it a lot. Um, I was trying to do the math and I feel like Gilligan's Island when we would have been watching it in like the nineties at that point was what, 20 years old or only like 15. I mean, see in my head, it was a very old show, but so Gilligan's Island, no, no, no. It's much older than that. It was, it started in 1963. Mm, Okay. So I need sorry, 1964 to 1967. So it was 30 years old by the time we were watching it. Well, I mean, yeah, it was 30 years old. So, okay. So then that's my question. What is the Gill- – so, like, Gilligan's Island was a, a powerful enough show that even 30 years later in the 90s, we were still talking about it as, like, a pretty relevant reference, right? Like, like it didn't feel – like, yes, it was an old show, but it was in syndication everywhere, and I feel like there was, like, a lot of Gilligan's Island stuff in the 90s. So – what is today's equivalent of Gilligan's Island is my question to you. What 30-year-old so, show um, that's no longer on the air? Because you could say The Simpsons, but The Simpsons is still on TV. Friends. Friends. You know, if you if you do a Ross and Rachel reference now, everybody 
knows what you're talking about. Sure. Is that 30 years now though? That's only like I mean, 20 I think it something years. It started in 94, right? Yeah, but isn't that only 20 something years? Because we're in 20. I mean, we're, that's almost oh, 30 years. it's almost 30 years. So yeah, friends, I guess, would be the, the equivalent. That's crazy, but right? I think, yeah, I think that the, um, the, like you said, the trick is the syndication. And that's why Friends is one of those shows now because, it, you know, they put it on Netflix and everybody had access to it all of a sudden again. And it, we have to remember, before streaming was a thing, you only had a limited number of channels. And this was even, you know, cable wasn't even a thing for a long time. So they would just play shows in reruns. Like I was watching shows from the 70s and early 80s all through the 90s because that's what would be on. We now live in an age of such like oversaturation in terms of content, but it, it didn't used to be that. Like you would, you would, there'd be a good sitcom and then they would play it in syndication for the next 25 years. And it's like, true. No, you it's know, true. there was enough hours of the day to, to need that content filled. And I think you're right. As you just said, you know, the over proliferation of entertainment in, in today's society, uh, makes that kind of, you know, um, evergreen hit sort of impossible to, to get to, to obtain. If you were going to watch a 30 year old show at 15 now, you'd probably watch friends sooner than you'd watch a 60 year old show. Like, yeah. Gilligan. Well, and if so. you guys are lost, we were officially in the Gilligan's Islands cast. <laughs> I do want to say there, there's, there's a the, that first scene where he's watching Gilligan's Island. Brighton has a, a great line that's not wrong, but also makes him a very sick boy. Where he goes, look, how many times did they not get off the island, and it's all Gilligan's fault? And then there's a beat, and then he goes, why didn't they just kill him? <laughs> which, <Yes. laughs> which is so true. It's very true, but it's like, oh, Brighton's a sick little boy. <laughs> I know, but it's also just like the cynicism of like modern times yeah of like this guy is holding us back like just Uh, get him out of here (laughs) well yeah and so basically yeah and that's when mr sheffield oh i I love this whole exchange because um you know mr sheffield's like why are you still watching this gilligan show and fran Mm -hmm. goes oh because it's a marathon (laughs) yeah um like that's her uh and she and she also goes and we want to we want to get to the part where they change it over to and the rest to the professor and Marianne, which is such a deep cut Gilligan's Islands joke, but like everyone knows so much it. Sense to me. Yeah. Everyone because, would have known it at the time because I mean, it was when they switched over from color, uh, from black and white to color episodes, they made Don Wells and I forget the professor's name. Um, they made them like full parts of the cast. Yes. Because it used to be like they would, they would list out the, characters in the theme song and then they would just go and the rest and then one magical day and the rest became the professor and marianne yep <laughs> and then they were a part of it but okay Russell so we Johnson, spent a solid 15 minutes just talking about the first three minutes of this episode sure so um but okay so basically we established mr sheffield's unhappy that brighton is just you know sitting around the house watching tv so fran says you know what i'm gonna take him to queens today and um he can you know hang out at the batting cages because i've got some errands to do so they get out of the house and then we cut to Sylvia's apartment in Queens and Fran comes in with Brighton and he's clearly had a pretty rough time at the batting cage. It seems like he got hit in the uh, testicles with a baseball, <laughs> just for a little, little gag. Um, but he comes in and he didn't have a good time. Mm-hmm. And this is when we set up that Sylvia, Yetta, and Fran are on a canasta team together with a fourth woman named Gert. And Fran is informed that Gert is off the team because she just moved to Florida to, to live with her daughter. And so they're out of the big 
Canasta tournament that's going to be in Atlantic City. And Fran's really disappointed because she was so excited to go. Yeah. Now, and- here's where we're going to take another little diatribe uh, and as a small diversion. Once again, we get another mention of Fran's father who's off screen and never shown. And it made me, it's a great bit. And it made me think about other sitcoms that have done this. Um, and like, I did a cursory search. It's a lot, but like uh, uh, Maris on Frasier always talked about never shown. Um, there was a bully character on different strokes called the Gooch who they <laughs> built up and built up and built up and they never showed him. Um, but it even transfers to like modern day stuff. Like the president on Veep is never shown. They talk about the president on Veep on every episode, but we never actually see the president. Um, and That's true. Uh, and Parks and Rex did it with uh, Dr. Nygaard, who was uh, Rob Lowe's like psychologist character. He talks about Nygaard in almost every appearance. We never see him. <laughs> Scrubs did it with with um, Kelso, Dr. Kelso's wife en- uh, Enid. Never see her. Uh, so yeah, so it it has a long storied history of of introducing characters, building them up, talking about them a lot and making them almost integral to the plot, uh, but never showing them. And Mm -hmm. I, I just wanted to point that out. I I think that's, I think that's a cool feature of sitcoms. It's mostly sitcoms. That's going to dovetail nicely with some things that happen later that I have missed on. Um, Yes. But so, um, you know, Brighton is at Sylvia's apartment and he, he comes into the kitchen and he sits down while they're, chatting about how they're out of the tournament and they're also kind of idly playing cards and it's revealed very quickly that he is super good at this game he's like oh this is like this is like rami huh and he's like and he and he like knows all the lingo and he is like basically the best out of the four it's like a them. child prodigy at this very yeah. much forgotten giddish game <laughs> and fran and fran's and, and um oh no yet goes are you thinking what i'm thinking and fran goes oh yeah that we should have Brighton be our fourth. And yeah. <laughs> Yada goes, oh, no, I was thinking that I shouldn't eat cabbage sitting this close to a burner, which is just a <laughs> fart joke. Which is gross. <laughs> I, I wrote fart joke, gross. But anyway, so then they get back to the mansion and um, we find out that Brighton has officially decided to join the team. And he's actually really excited about it because he really yeah. likes this game. And he runs upstairs and Fran's like, okay, like, um, I'll tell your father. Um, he's gonna be thrilled but you can tell she's uh definitely knows it's gonna be a problem and this is not what mr sheffield had in mind when he wanted brighton to join the team sport and we get get in this episode we get the um sexist like like over testosterone mr sheffield that we see like appear a couple of times so far throughout this series mm-hmm. where suddenly, suddenly this guy is like, you know, the manliest man and wants only for his son to be like toughened up. But um, but in a very like not self-aware way, which I no. think is actually really, it's, a, I love it as a little character detail and they Same. definitely call attention to it. But it's yes. funny because so Fran goes over to Niles and she goes, Niles, um, if you only had one son and he decided that he wanted to play on, my grandmother's canasta team <laughs> how would you react and niles just goes oh i gotta be in there for this <laughs> so we then cut to oh my god we, we cut to mr sheffield's office where cc is sitting on the sofa i loved and, this bit yeah she's she's sort of sitting on the end of it so she's sort of right near where the door opens into the room and she goes oh, maxwell i might be overly sensitive but I think Niles has it out for me. And he totally dismisses her. And he's like, oh, no, that's just his way. Like, it's all in your head. No sooner does he say it, does Niles, like, 
uh, bust open the door very quickly. It swings open, hits CC in the head, and she is literally knocked unconscious. The audience loves it. The audience goes crazy that this poor woman literally has been concussed and she just goes limp. And then the scene goes on as usual, but she's just passed out. Just unconscious. It's great. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then, so in a few minutes into the scene, she actually comes to and she goes, Maxwell, Niles hit me on the head. And then everyone just looks at her because by that point, Niles is now across the room. And Mr. Sheffield literally goes, he's all the way over here, Cece. Leave the poor man alone. <laughs> no, Nobody cares at all. Nobody notices. But so basically Fran comes in with Niles and she breaks the news that um, Brighton has joined the Canasta team. And Mr. Sheffield, he's like, he's so upset. He's like, Miss Fine. You know, this is not what I had intended when I said that I wanted you to encourage him to join a team. And you know, I, what? I bet he, there's some awful team name, right? You know, like Flushing Queen. And Fran pauses because actually the team, like the the team logo and team <laughs> costume, is a pink bowling jacket that literally says Flushing Queen on it. And I have this note um, where this scene is really well done and really well choreographed because. Basically, throughout as Mr. Sheffield's getting more and more upset, he's sort of following Fran around the room and she is constantly moving to make sure there is something between them because she's so afraid of him. So it's like she'll get behind Niles and he'll kind of move and then she'll get behind the desk. And I just said there's a there's a lot of dynamic movement and it really yeah. adds to everything that's happening. It was a very well directed scene. It was. It um, very much was. Um and, and so it was directed by our old pal Lee Shalal. Lee Shamel, shall I? And we then go, we cut back to a few days later, we go back to Sylvia's apartment and they're practicing. And uh, we we find out that Yada has been marking the cards with chocolate and jam. (laughs) (laughs) This is very funny. And, and, you know, um, Sylvia goes, Ma, you've been cheating all these years and we still lose. (laughs) Um, And it's then revealed, though, in the scene that. Gert, their old fourth, who had moved to Florida, she's actually back. (laughs) Sylvia even says, yeah, she found an alligator in the pool. She thought it was fake 80 stitches later. (laughs) So (laughs) Gert is back and Fran is like, well, if you think that, you know, we're going to kick Brighton off the team just because of Gert, like, you know, you know, she's got another thing coming. And they're like, oh, no, like, don't worry, we're not kicking Brighton off the team and Fran's like well then then who's off and they kind of look at her and she realizes that she's the one who they are going to boot now that Brighton is on the team yes when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply and, you know, it's it, it kind of a, a good midpoint thing to mix up what's happening. Back in the mansion, Niles and Mr. Sheffield are in the kitchen. And Mr. Sheffield is complaining to Niles about this whole canasta thing with Brighton. And again, Niles always being this like secret invisible hand that, you know, makes things happen for the best often in the house, says something to Mr. Sheffield like, 
Oh, because Mr. Sheffield's like, you know, I just, I just wanted Brighton to take us something more masculine, uh, you know, something with a little more bravado. And Niles goes, first of all, he goes, uh, yeah, like you in musical theater. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, then- I wrote down, I wrote down that because I, Niles really said what I feel like I was thinking this entire episode. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, again, anytime Mr. Sheffield uh, protests about, you know, someone not being masculine enough, it's like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> you're a Broadway yes. producer. Well, and then Niles goes, oh, but I guess you were lucky because your father was so so supportive of your passion. And then Mr. Sheffield's like, Niles, what are you talking about? Like, you know, dad was like completely unsupportive of me. He wouldn't even go to my first performance. And then he (laughs) kind of realizes exactly what's happening and exactly what Niles is pointing out, which is he is doing the same thing to Brighton that his father did to him. And he literally realizes and then he goes, oh, Niles, shut up and book me a ticket to Atlantic City. <laughs> like he's clearly so upset by it. But so, you know, he realizes, you know what? If my son likes likes this thing and wants to pursue it, like I will be in the front row cheering him on. Yeah. And But that's when Fran comes in. She's in tears. And she says she's going to refuse to go to Atlantic City now since um, she's no longer on the team. And Mr. Sheffield's like, oh, come on, Miss Fine. Like you'll have a sweet to yourself those tiny little shampoos and she's like no and then he's like tickets to Stephen Eadie and she's like "Mm, drinks or dinner so then she gets convinced that she'll go even though she's off the team oh and one other note that I have is just to jump back a beat I go I'll never get over how long these men have been intertwined when it comes to Niles and Mr. Sheffield yes (laughs) um it's just adorable and funny um But anyway, oh, and we also established, jump back to the scene where uh, Fran says she at first doesn't want to go to Atlantic City, but then she relents and says she will go. We find out that Brighton is definitely becoming Jewified because he he goes, Niles, you got any seltzer? I had some pickled herring and it's all right here. (laughs) And he points to his chest like he has heartburn. So Sylvia and Yetta are rubbing off on Brighton hardcore and it is hilarious. We then, we get to Atlantic City. And they're in the casino and, you know, Fran's playing slots with the kids and, but, but she's also not talking to her mother. She's very upset by all of this. And, and if, at one point Sylvia's like, honey, I had to think of the team's survival. And Fran's like, remind me never to crash in the Andes with you. <laughs> and Sylvia goes, sweetheart, you know, I'd eat you last, which made me laugh. Um, but so Fran's still very, uns- and she's not happy with the situation, even though she's trying to enjoy herself. And, we then have this really funny cameo from Steve and Edie themselves. They you know, were very famous. <laughs> yet, um, yet another like, reference where I was like, boy, this one is beyond even me. I don't even know who Steve and Edie yeah, are. It's like a, it's like a beyond um, – oh, gosh. Now I'm totally blanking it. You know, the famous – there's the famous brother, sister, Donnie. It's a, it's like beyond a Donnie and Marie reference. Like mm-hmm. deeper cut than that. They were this um, couple who, they, they actually have a lot of songs that you would probably recognize. Um, but oldies. This is yeah. an oldie duo. Yes. Um, and even though Fran is, the only reason she was enticed to come to Atlantic City is to see them. She doesn't recognize them. And she looks them up and down and she looks at Edie and she goes, did you teach at PS 165? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, no, we sing. And she's like, oh, you're those impersonator types. She then critiques their look and their voice. It's and amazing. It's basically like, don't worry. You'll get it. Good luck, guys. It's um, a good bit. It just, it was, a sh- I like, it, the reference was completely lost on me, but it was a very funny bit. 
it's a funny bit, but like, I, I'm very curious, like if, if I kind of want to call my mom up and be like, oh, when I say, you know, uh, Steve and Edie, what do you think? I'm sure she knows. I'm sure our moms know. When I say Steve, you say Edie, <laughs> Steve, Edie, Steve, but, but, Edie. But this is hugely significant in the larger universe of the show. Yes. Because Steve, of Steve and Edie, a.k.a. Steve Lawrence, he is the actor who comes back to play Morty many seasons from now. Wow. So, Fran Drescher must just really love, love Stephen Edie. Edie. Yeah. And I'll say this, Steve Lawrence's real name, Sidney Leibowitz. Oh, he went with yep. Steve. Steve Boo. But All so, right. you know, this, this guy, he's he's a significant player. Yeah. Um, we were, you know, talking about Morty. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which usually is what happens. Uh, you know, when you build up a sitcom, you know, when you build up a character for so long and you never show them, then when you decide to finally show them, they have to be a guest star. Like it has to be someone of note because now you've built up this character so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's crazy though, that, that, that he just comes back <laughs> after already being established in canon. I'm All right. Yeah. Um, and then um, also there's like a weird, like, it's not even, it's like a Z plot, but it's, it's that, it's that Greece is in a kitty casino camp yes. <laughs> <laughs> playing kitty crafts, which I just thought was like a funny concept. It made me laugh. Yeah. And she also says she lost her shirt in, in kitty craps. <laughs> which made me laugh. It's so funny. Um, I know. Well, and then we got to this very funny buffet scene where, um, I always say, but these buffets, they always remind me of my Nana Molly because it is it is so true that there is a type of person that goes to buffets and they know where you're bang for your buckets and they know what yep. not to waste your stomach on. And uh, Fran sees Maggie eating salad and she goes, what are you doing? Have you ever been to a buffet before? Salad is for suckers. Go straight to the shellfish. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. Purse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she, she picks up a, a large shrimp and goes, look at this golf prawn. And she's like, the color, impeccable. The shape, exquisite. And then she puts it in her purse and goes, it'll taste delicious later. <laughs> um, it was so good. I loved it. To which it. even the um, studio audience goes, ew. <laughs> I know. I know, like a, just like a, a loose prawn in your purse. <laughs> <It's so gross. laughs> um, and then we have this very, oh, and so, you know, so Fran is still very upset that she's off the team. And she's sitting down to eat. And we have this very sweet moment where Brighton comes over and he goes, oh, Fran, I, I don't think I'm feeling well. And she's like, are you all right? And he's like, I think I'm going through the change. Oh, it's it's sweeping through everyone here. <laughs> so, which that made me laugh so hard that he's trying to convince her that he's going through menopause. Yeah, but but now Brighton is trying to be sick uh, or pretend to be sick because he doesn't want Fran and Sylvia to fight. Yes, and he knows that it means a lot to Fran to play. It means more yeah. than. More than to her than to him. him. Yeah. So he and he and then she's like, I know what you're doing. Like, don't you know that's ridiculous? And he's like, No, I already told them I quit. And um, she goes, She goes, Well, whatever. Because even if my mom crawled in here on her hands and knees, I would never play for her. And then Yetta walks in and she goes, Fran, you're in. And Fran goes, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then she looks back at the family and she's like, What? It wasn't my mother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and-, and we have another Gilligan's Island deep cut where we- once Brighton does this really nice gesture for Fran, he goes, 
oh, oh, Mr. Sheffield goes, oh, Brighton, that was very considerate of you. And he goes, I learned from the best. And Mr. Sheffield like kind of shrugs and goes, oh, I don't know about that. And then he goes, not you, dad, Gilligan. <laughs> and then Fran thinks and she goes, oh, right. The episode where Mr. and Mrs. Howell adopt Gilligan. But he knows the skipper's lonely. So he keeps sleepwalking, but quote unquote, back to the hut. And you're like, oh, God, Gilligan's Island was so dumb. And I loved it so much. It was delightful. <laughs> Just the idea um, there's an episode where Mr. and Mrs. Howell adopt Gilligan. <laughs> and then we get this great uh, uh, little button where they're like, man, I, I, you know, it's a shame Niles was too sick to come on this trip. Uh, you know, he's probably miserable at home. And then we cut back to Niles doing his best ris- risky business uh, Tom Cruise impression. Uh-huh. And just absolutely rocking out and dancing at home in his underwear um, and Cece walks in and sort of watches him for a minute and he turns around and realizes that she's there and there's this like long beat and then he goes, um, you realize, of course, now I'm going to have to kill you. <laughs> and that's <laughs> that's what that's the button of the episode. That's, that's what it sort of ends on. Um, the, that's the last scene. The actual button is is Sylvia, Fran, and... Oh, right, and, and yeah, Steve and Edie. <laughs> yeah, with, yeah, but the funny thing is, <laughs> this made me laugh out loud. Fran goes, Yada, if you're gonna have to mark the if you're gonna mark the cards, it has to be more subtle. And you realize she has put entire Reese's peanut butter cup and and rested it on a card. <laughs> <laughs> and then we find out that like their new fourth are Steve and Edie. Um, and that's the real button. But yes, that, that whole last like three minutes with Niles dancing and then this little button, I, I loved it. I was laughing it. out loud. So did I. And I guess that means now. It's time for segments. And now, segments. So, segments. Yeah, no, I think we should move on to segments. I to say, we can move on to our segments. And now, segments. Segments uh, with Sean and Toria. All right. So, uh, I, 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 we talked about a lot of my favorite lines. Um, but I did really, really love the visual of Brighton and the old ladies basically looking like the pink ladies from Greece in their, in their jackets. <laughs> that really, that really delighted me a, a bunch. I thought that was really good. Yeah. And then, um, and then right before, <clears throat> right before they fire Fran from the team, like she knows it's coming and she's about to get fired from the team because now this other lady has come back from Florida. Fran's mom just looks at her and she goes, Franny, you're such a pretty girl, which is the best. <laughs> the delivery is so perfect. Like, Try to soften the she's blow. She's like, well, are we firing Brighton from the team? And they're like, not Brighton. And then everyone looks at Fran and her mom just goes, you're such a pretty girl. <laughs> Thinking you can like distract her from oh, this terrible great. news. I laughed um, out loud at that. I thought that was very funny. I I like this line very early in the episode where Mr. Sheffield is looking at Brighton and he goes, Brighton, don't you have any interest in team sports? And trying up only as an owner, <laughs> which was just a great line. And, and this great was, line. A, you know, this episode makes you like Brighton. Um, yeah, like I said really last well. week, I think that that last episode and this episode really like the, the kid finally like kind of switched over into like charming and like adorable, you know, from like them just giving him sort of like throwaway gross lines. Uh, mm-hmm. They they really, they really, really make him very, uh, they really endear him in these, in these last two episodes. He's got yeah, some good stuff. Just the idea of this little rich waspy private school boy finding his place on an old lady's Jewish canasta team. Uh, like, amazing. love it. Yeah. Love it. Um, 
nanny trivia because I also went over a lot of my favorite lines. Like, do we have any any uh, Yiddish? Oh yeah, so uh, we do. I was going to get to it after, but okay. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Um, but for Yiddish, uh, he uh, when uh, Brighton goes, is it hot in here or, or am I schwitzing? <laughs> we've we've already done schwitzing, which is yeah. sweating. Um, we're getting some repeats, but that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Um, no, and the nanny trivia—it's—it's it's again short and sweet, like last week. This episode won an Emmy for outstanding costuming in a series. Wow, really? Yeah, and so I went back and rewatched it, and you know we've got those pink lady jackets, and Fran is wearing a really um, cool, elaborate outfit when they're in Atlantic City. I actually think, honestly, there's lots of other episodes that Same. could have that stood out more to me for this particular. Um, this particular honor. So I don't really know why this particular one was submitted for this. Yeah, um, same. But I mean, the series as a whole deserves t- a lot of love for costuming. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. But, but yeah, this one in particular. Cool. Very cool. Um, And then for the Fran or the CC, my opinion was you're more the Fran cause you like games. I just would rather talk. <laughs> Fair. Okay, fair. <laughs> I feel like you would, yeah, you would enjoy a game of strategy. Um, yeah, and, I do like yeah. a game of strategy. That's uh-huh. true. All right. Well, listen, um, you know, uh, there a lot of stuff was brought up in this episode, so, I, so I'm very curious um, if you know the, those of you listening are uh, familiar with Gilligan's Island. Uh, who are some of your favorite characters that are are mentioned but never seen? Uh, and so find us, find us on social media at Oh Mr. Chef Pod. There's two F's in, in Chef. Um, oh Mr. Chef Pod and on Instagram and Twitter. And let us know, let us know these oh. things. Also, um, uh, Anchor is is letting us, has, has introduced a new feature where we can now ask questions and post polls on Spotify with each, like with each episode as they go up. So if you're if you're a Spotify listener, or even if you're not, uh, check out the the podcast on Spotify and answer our polls and 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 play uh, play some of our our, our uh, answer some of the questions that we have up there while you're listening to the episode. That's kind of cool. I thought it was cool that they introduced that feature. Yeah, yeah. All um, right, guys. That, Thank you yeah, that's it. So much, and um, we'll see you next week. That's right. Goodbye, Toria. Goodbye forever. <laughs> The Flushing Girl from Flushing, the nanny named Fran. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Uh, uh, Miss Fine.